Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. This is Melissa Dealey, your host, and I am continuing with my series on female hormones this month. This is session two on hormones, and I'm so excited today because I have an amazing guest with me. Her name is Daniela Abadrabo, and she is a registered counselor and also the founder of One Stop Therapy. So welcome, Daniela. Thank you for having me, Melissa. I'm so excited you're here because you have such a great story that I think will be inspiring to others. And so I would love you to just start by sharing your story, how you came into being a registered counselor. Sure. Thank you. Um, Wow. Where to start? Um, I come from, I mean, my background is more in the corporate world and working in sales and managing teams and coaching and Um, I was doing really well and I was loving it and things were going really well, but at a point, um, something just felt off and I wasn't sure at the time what was missing, but it felt like something was missing and I felt this strong call to change direction, but I didn't know which direction to go. So, I mean, I walked away from everything because I didn't know what else to do. And I went on this journey of searching And I remember one day having sushi with my sister and she said to me, well, have you considered being a psychologist or a counselor? And I said, no. And she said, well, you know, people feel very comfortable opening up to you. And uh, she said, people with problems always find you and feel safe uh, talking to you. And you should really consider this. And at first I was like, no, thanks. The last thing I want to do is listen to people's problems all day. And, you know, I took some time and I just uh, continued exploring and the universe really guided me into um, counseling. It's almost like I was told exactly where to go, what school to take, what program to take. And I finally surrendered and just followed uh, my intuition. That's amazing. And can I just stop you there to ask you to go back to that moment in time or was there a moment in time where you kind of received that as a download or was there something that happened in your life that gave you that awareness of the universe directing you to this Mm -hmm. so I think for I, I can't remember exactly but one of the first messages I got was through my sister she I feel like they planted that seed through her and then I was a lot more aware. So then I would see 
that school online somewhere. I was like, oh, I'm curious about this school. And then I looked it up. And then someone else a few weeks later invited me to this open house at the same school. And then so I went and I was like, wait a minute, this is really interesting. I feel very aligned to this. And then I was, I took on this contract job and my contract suddenly ended right before the beginning of the semester. And so all these things were happening, but at the same time, I would also, the way I receive information is also by hearing. So I would hear little nudges here and there, and I knew exactly which direction it was um, pushing me towards. It's really amazing when that happens, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. very powerful when we have slowed down enough to listen, because perhaps those messages were coming your way, even when you were in the corporate world, but you were just so busy then and, you know, doing well for the most part until you started realizing that you weren't and something was missing. So you gave me head to toe goosebumps just explaining that story because it is so powerful. And the beautiful thing too is, is when you are directed like that and you follow that path, you have so much more confidence in what you are doing because you know this is what you're meant to be doing, right? Absolutely. I completely agree. And I love what you just said um, about slowing down and, and hearing the messages because when I worked in the corporate world, my favorite part was working with people and really being so aware of how the impact I would have on people and how people would feel safe and open up to me. And I love that. But I, if the universe had guided me then, I don't think I would have heard it. I was super busy working full time. And at one point I had two jobs. And so it's when I really surrendered and I actually was not working for six months. And then I, and then I took a small contract job. So it's, I I agree with you. I think it's when I fully allowed for that time and space that I started receiving the messages. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you started your semester because you, your contract finished in the perfect time for you to start the semester. Yes. So then I started school and I remember one of the message that I, messages that I received was that once you register for school, you'll meet your partner. So I had been single for four years and I'm really working on myself. And, and I remember telling my girlfriends, I don't know, girls, I was told that if I go to school, then everything else is going to come. And the same week I started school was the same week I met my current husband though at the time I didn't know he would be my husband. Um, and yeah, so I went to school and the, the moment I was sitting on that chair and started to learn about counseling and practicing, I just knew why I was there. And I was very grateful to be there. And, I, and from that moment on, I was very blessed. I had my first client before I was even done school and started my private practice right away. And um, was able to build that private practice quite quickly and it turned into a full-time practice quite quickly, which I was really grateful for. And um, six years later, I found myself um, burnt out, which is funny because I knew all about burnout because I talk and support people with burnout. But, you know, once you're deep in it. I think that sometimes we don't fully realize how deep we are into it um, until it really hits us. I think it's one of those things that it's easier to recognize in others Mm -hmm. before we recognize it in ourselves. Absolutely. Sometimes we're in a little bit of denial as to 
how much we can handle, especially when you know that you are following your purpose and there's joy from helping others in that. That's right? exactly it. Yes. I think it's for me, I loved what I was doing and, you know, my practice was doing really well. My clients were happy. Things were changing for them. I just, it felt really good and I felt super uh, empowered and um, excited. And then, I mean, I have to say COVID hit. And I think that COVID also did change things because things got a, a bit heavier and darker for my clients. So I don't know if I would have experienced burnout if COVID wasn't there. I'm not too sure, but either way it happened. Right. And so, so common these days, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you're not the first, you're not the last. And unfortunately in our modern world, we just drive ourselves to do more in many cases, even when we love what we do, we're Mm -hmm. still putting that extra toll on our body and our body at some point will just say, no, (laughs) I'm done. Right. Yes, absolutely. And I think when I met you, I was at that place, but even so I was still going I kept going. I mean, I did slow down, but for me, it was like, I I didn't, I didn't see it as an option to completely stop at that point. And, you know, I'm really grateful we got to work together and that was really helpful. And we can, you know, talk a little bit more about this. Um, But yeah, the, you know, burn. And I think what was going on too, that I want to add. So I founded one stop therapy last year, which again, was another message that I received. But I think the part that I miss is I, I was doing both, you know, building once up therapy and working more than ever. And I thought somehow that I could do it. And I think the message that I missed was to maybe slow down with the private practice so I can build this beautiful um, platform. Um, but at the time, again, I didn't really see it that way. It's <laughs> trying to do it all. Right. And you know, we, we live and we learn and, you know, sometimes we don't get the full message, you know, 2020 hindsight is, you know, that perfect vision, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't always notice the messages or hear them. Or if we hear them, maybe we're not interpreting them exactly the right way, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so there should be no regret from you for this, because it's all part of the learning and all part of your transformer transformation and continued evolution into the person that you were always meant to be right yes absolutely and so the beautiful thing though is that you are connected to a lot of holistic practitioners and you are very in tune with your body and so you knew when it was time to reach out for help Yes, absolutely. And I mean, when I look back and I see what 2020 was like, I definitely don't regret, you know, that I'm just having, I'm experiencing compassion for myself. Um, And just, but actually, it's it's funny for me right now, because I look back, because I just closed my practice, my private practice, I just made finally made that decision to close it, and take care of myself and then rebrand or rebuild what's next, because that's the message that I've been receiving is, we are moving forward to a whole different chapter, but I've been holding on to the old chapter, doing things the way I was doing them before, where I'm being told to do things differently, but 
I was like, okay, tell me how, tell me how. But I wasn't stopping to receive the messages. So they're like, no, that's not how it works. You need to stop. You need to refill your cup. You need to take care of yourself. Then we'll figure out what's next. And so finally I was like, okay, this makes sense. And it's time for me to do so. And in the process, I've been so blessed to meet so many incredible practitioners um, like you and have supported me and I am not afraid to ask for help when I need it because I've seen the difference that um, it makes. That's lovely. And having that network is so important. And it's something that I talk about a lot with people is don't wait until something is wrong to build your network, but create your network when you're feeling well so that when you start to feel unwell, you know who you can reach out to more quickly so that you can also be guided back to full, full health more quickly instead of wasting time trying to figure out who you have to turn to when you already feel unwell and don't really have the energy to do that. So it's awesome that you already had all of those connections in place. We have you know, business connections all the time. We have social connections all the time, but it's also important to have our healthcare connections, right? On the yep. holistic side in particular, because there's so many different types of holistic care and what might work for a certain situation might not for a different one. And so yeah. you know, knowing who you're going to reach out to and creating that network is super important. Yes, I completely agree with you. It, it, I think it makes such a difference. And I, and I really like what you said when you said, have your network ready before, because a lot of people I meet, by the time they get to me, they're in complete crisis. They have no idea where to go. They have no idea how to heal. They have no idea. They don't even know what's wrong with them sometimes, right? Um, mm -hmm. Or what they're really dealing with. And um, I think I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's so important to just find your, your tribe, people that you trust and that you feel safe with and you feel empowered by uh, that you can reach out to when you need it. Exactly. So tying this into our conversation on hormones, obviously burnout happens when our hormones are out of balance and namely our stress hormones, cortisol, etc. And that can then impact the health of our thyroid as well as our sex hormones because we are so interconnected. So just um, tell me for a moment how you were feeling when we first started working together and what you were wanting to do at that point? Yeah, so when we first met, I think I had quite a bit of inflammation in my system and um, I was gaining weight, losing weight and just things were up and down. I couldn't maintain a healthy um, balance and I was quite sensitive to a few things I was eating um, and what else was going on? So much was going, on. I think I was just so busy that I wasn't even fully aware of what, what was going on until I saw those results when you got me to the, do all these tests. And when I saw the results, I think I was, that was a huge, um, slap in the face for me. Just, just really recognize that on the outside, I thought I was okay, but really when we looked on the inside, things weren't that okay. And, um, because I'm also, I have all the tools to manage and process my emotions. I think that for the most part, I was doing this, but I wasn't acknowledging the other layers. Um, 
And so I, at the same time, I was also working with my somatic therapist. And I think that you, you said to me, like your body is in burnout. And she said to me, your body is in major survival 24 seven. And I think this was a huge wake up call for me. Cause you heard it from both of us at yes. a similar time. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say, you know, slap in the face for seeing the <laughs> results. You know, that's, that is kind of harsh, right? And yeah. we can't beat ourselves up for what we've done. Cause mm-hmm. it's all learning. But it's definitely an eye opener, right? Mm-hmm. To see it on paper and to yeah. understand where your body is at. Mm-hmm. Something else I recall that was going on for you too was you were um, fasting like about 20 hours of the day mm-hmm. and having really just bone broth because everything you ate was causing problems. So you were just trying to like eat fewer and fewer and fewer things until you could have something that didn't bother you, right? Yeah, so I, I was fa- I had been fasting for a long time for about seven years, I think I was intermittent fasting. Um, and I was eating bone broth for lunch. But I mean, I was I was eating other things to other foods, but it, I was I was limited. So or sometimes if I ate certain things, I would be in pain after. So yeah, I was I, I was scared to eat at times because I didn't know what would sit well and what wouldn't. Right. And that's no fun. You know, no, definitely we, not. we're supposed to be eating, you know, three times a day, we need to eat for energy. And if we're scared to eat, that automatically is putting us into a stress state, mm-hmm. which means our body is unable to digest that food properly. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then we're not Absolutely. getting the benefit from it. So we, um, we did the labs and we saw, you know, where your body was in burnout, but we also saw where your hormones were out of balance. Mm-hmm. And that was also a bit of an aha for you as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so through understanding that there was your progesterone levels were really very low. Mm-hmm. And that is incredibly common, especially in that stress state, that ongoing stress state, right? Mm-hmm. Because when the body is in that stress state, it's looking to be, to keep you alive. It's in survival mode. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be producing more cortisol, more norepinephrine. And it does that at the expense of producing progesterone. Because in that moment of survival, we don't really care about procreation. And we also don't really care about digestion. So it shuts down digestion and it stops producing progesterone but estrogen levels continue to be produced. Mm -hmm. And then in what happens, we get into a state of estrogen dominance. And so you had awful, awful pain at the onset of your cycle every month, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think I, I, once you explained all this to me, I was, I think I was just really shocked. I had no idea because I also, as you know, we had been trying to conceive for four years at that point, four and a half years. And um, we've, we had no luck. And, um, but what I didn't know is it was almost impossible with, with my body, um, with what my body was dealing with, it was almost impossible. And I had no idea, no clue that this was even a thing um, within my body. Um, For me, I was like, well, so many people are super stressed and work full time and they get pregnant. So that's fine. Right. So it's, for me, it was a huge eye opener to just recognize, okay, well, no, I'm not taking care of myself. This is not okay. Yeah. And the body knows, and it's interesting because the body doesn't actually make mistakes. 
Our bodies are so incredible, mm. right? And so it knows that if you were to have got pregnant in that state, that you wouldn't be able to nourish your body well because you were already so deficient yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so therefore the body doesn't allow you to get pregnant until you heal the body, come back into balance. And then the body's like, okay, now I can nourish a baby. So mm -hmm. now I can allow her to be getting pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. We're all so interconnected this way and everything is impacting everything else. And it's really incredible how one thing over here can have this effect on other aspects of our life and our health. And because we can't see our hormones, we don't know when they're out of balance until we, you know, get that lab and start to see actual results, or at the very least, start to pay attention to those symptoms, right? Yes. And, and I think I, I, I agree with you. And what for me, I'm, I'm just so grateful that I found you because for four years, none of the doctors we're working with sent us to do these tests. Like no one told me that your body is um, under high stress and it's almost impossible for you to conceive right now. Like I, I had no idea. And that is the unfortunate thing with our medical system today, right? Mm -hmm. So much of it is driven by big pharma and optimizing shareholder profits and yeah you know, you know how much IVF costs, it costs a lot of money. And Absolutely. still, there's no consideration of looking at people's hormone levels and the imbalances before taking someone's money to try, right, which yep. is really unfortunate. But the beautiful thing is that on the holistic side, through, you know, naturopaths and integrative health practitioners, we do have access to these labs, and we can run them for people and show them exactly what's going on and then use natural remedies to bring the body back into balance. Yeah. And it doesn't take that long. It's generally, you know, about four to six months, depending on where the body is starting from. Right. And compared to how long people have been struggling, that's a really short amount of time. Absolutely. I, yes, I, for four to six months is nothing. I mean, I'm already feeling overall so much better. And some of the things I was dealing with it back in October, I was dealing with, I don't experience anymore. And that's, I, I personally think that's a quite, that's a pretty short period of time. Yeah. And just talk about that a little bit, because I know the symptoms that you had as PMS symptoms back then versus what you have now is quite different. But I also know a lot of other women out there have these symptoms every single month and they just think that they have to live with it. Right. And it's just their body and they got stuck with this, you know, these awful symptoms and they don't realize that it's simply a sign their body's out of balance and that we can bring the body back into balance and, and alleviate the symptoms. Yeah. And that was one of them. I thought that I just had to be to live with this pain. So I used to have really, really strong, um, PMS symptoms. And a week before my period, I would feel it all, you name it, back pain. Um, my breast would be so sore, cramping, headaches, like you just name it. I, I had it. And same thing before my ovulation, I would be in so much pain before I ovulated and I would have really heavy um, periods and they would last, I think between four to five days, I would have my period. And now not only, um, I don't experience nearly as much pain. I'll just cramp a little bit before on, on day one or just the night before. 
uh, which is nothing compared to what I used to experience. And my peers are, are pretty light. They last about three and a half days or even a bit less sometimes. Um, same thing with ovulation before ovulation. Like I might have a little bit, I might feel it in my body a tiny bit, but nothing major. And the day I'm ovulated, the moment I'm ovulated, I feel it. But before it would be, I couldn't even walk sometimes. Um, I'd be in so much pain where now it's like, oh, I can feel it. I'm ovulating. It hurts a little bit, but it's okay. Um, so a huge difference for me. And those are incredible results, right? Mm-hmm. Like what a change to the quality of your life, you know, for a whole week before your cycle, which happens every four weeks, you'd be losing a week, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then have to have more discomfort through your menstrual cycle and have such a long, heavy cycle. Like it was really impacting your life to now when your body is in balance, you have far greater understanding of how it's meant to be and how you can go about your life with this as, you know, obviously that natural opportunity for your body to be able to become pregnant and enjoy it versus mm-hmm. it being something that you I'm guessing would have hated having to get every month because it was so uncomfortable and painful. Oh yeah. I would definitely did not enjoy it. It was so uncomfortable and very painful. And now it's a very different experience. Now it's like, Oh, I got my period. Okay. And then a couple of days later, it's gone. And we've managed to do this simply using some natural herbal supplements because we knew exactly what was where your body was out of balance. And then I could make recommendations to the right herbs for your body based on this. Yes, that's exactly it. I mean, I just followed exactly what you asked me to do and followed the diet and which to be honest was compared to what I was eating. It was for me, the diet was pretty easy. Um, Yeah, that's basically what we did. And I love your story because I just want to share that with others and your willingness to share your story, because I know there are so many women out there struggling and it doesn't matter whether they're in their twenties or thirties and struggling with fertility issues like you, or maybe they're going into perimenopause to menopause to postmenopause. that can last, you know, almost 30 years of someone's life. And those are prime years of our life where we should get to feel amazing and energetic and not, you know, be feeling only half of ourselves and dealing with pain and accepting that as being normal. I just was talking to a woman this morning and she said, oh my God, for two days of every month, I know that I cannot talk to my employees at all because I don't want to bite their heads off. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? And yeah. so she plans around that for two days mm-hmm. of every month. Right. So mm-hmm. it's to different degrees for everybody, but somewhere along the way, I think so many of us females have just accepted that this is just what we have to go through. Yep. I completely agree. And it's really sad because I think uh, for myself, at least I, I just don't fully realize what's going on until I'm out of it. And then I look back and I'm like, wow, like I just had no idea it was this bad. And I look at even my friends, like when we get together, like how often do we talk about being bloated and, you know, being constipated or, you know, cramping? How often do we talk about this? And it's just so normal. Somehow we've normalized this and it's like normal to live in this pain, but really it doesn't have to be. Exactly. 
And I think that's even true way back to the beginning when you were talking about you look around and see everyone else stressed. The world is the most stressed out it's ever been, even before COVID. Yeah. And we see everyone else stressed out. And so we also normalize that. Yeah. And we don't, we ignore the signs of our body or even the own knowledge that we may have in our head about what stress is doing to us. And we, yeah. keep, we keep going, right? Yeah. And even when, uh, with my clients, some of the last conversations we've had is really with some of them, they were so stressed and burnt out, but would not, it, it was, it's almost like they couldn't see the option of leaving their current situation or changing their situation, which I completely understand because that was me before. And just looking at them and just being aware of how normal it is and how people around us, I mean, when I told, when I told people, most of them were quite supportive, but some people, some friends were like, well, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I'm like, well, no, that's for my mental, physical, and emotional health. This is important. But for some people, it's like, what would you mean? Um, Cause it's normalized for us to like, to be stressed and go to work. And I think it's also um, normalized for us to push through and to perhaps not prioritize our health. Like you, you know, when you got into your counseling, you would have learned a lot more and been more familiar with the importance of your health. And also you're very in tune to your body, but many people have been taught, well, you don't have to worry about your health because if you get sick, you go to the doctor, they give you a pill and you get better. Except that that system is failing us. The pill doesn't necessarily work all the time. And it's a pill that you have to take for the rest of your life, which might trigger another pill because it's simply masking a symptom, Mm -hmm. but it also um, just doesn't have us take responsibility for our health. We're giving up our power to someone else. Mm -hmm. And it is a much greater toll on the body to then to get sick and expect it to get better versus let's try not to get sick at all. Right. Absolutely. And, and getting comfortable with that pill that we take can be quite dangerous because we can become dependent, dependent to it. And then, and then it spreads into other areas of our lives where we just start numbing and it can be quite dangerous actually. Totally. I fully agree. Mm -hmm. So I really want to thank you for sharing this um, because I know there are people out there that will listen to this podcast at some point and identify with your story and hopefully realize that they too can get some help and rebalance their hormones and get back to feeling amazing again. And I know you're still in the journey, um, but I want to thank you for being willing to share, you know, where you were and how far you've come. Oh, you're Um, so welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And to allow yourself some time to celebrate that and to celebrate the very hard decision of closing your practice in order to focus on your health as well as your next steps. So let's talk about that because I love what you're doing with one-stop therapy and would love you to also share that because I'm sure there's uh, people that can benefit from working with the practitioners that you've brought together in this community. Sure. Yes. So thank you so much for, for this acknowledgement. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, it's funny, I really appreciate that you, what you said earlier, when I was sharing how I became a counselor, it was during that time where I stopped everything I received the messages. And I feel like this is exactly what I'm doing again. I'm just being asked to again, take another break so I can 
create what's next. And so even though this decision was really, it was really scary and it was sad because I was like, wow, this is, this is my baby. I, I built this baby and I, I'm letting it go just overnight. At the same time, there's this huge excitement. Um, and for this unknown that I know is just going to be great. So uh, yeah, so One Stop Therapy, how One Stop Therapy was born um, was through my own healing journey. So as I started waking up to my own inner truth and um, starting to connect to my own spirituality and my soul, so many things came up for me, so many questions and definitely not questions that doctors could answer or had answers for. So I started searching and that's how I started working with gurus, naturopaths, um, breath work therapists, somatic therapists, like you name it, plant medicine. And so I just really explored different modalities for my healing. And depending on what I was experiencing or where I was in my life, I found certain modalities really supported me. So there are things that maybe I, I tried a couple of years ago that might not fit today, but they were perfect at the time. And what I was present to is how many people around me had no idea these modalities ex existed. Like nobody was using these amazing practitioners. They're so gifted. Um, and especially in our fertility journey, like we've met so many incredible people. And I was, for me, one of the things is I don't like doing research. It's my biggest pet peeve. I don't like it. I prefer to go with referrals and I like things to be easy. And I was, you know, one thing that came up for me is like, where do people find these amazing practitioners? Like how, how do we find them? Where are they? And so the message I received is what would it be like if we could create a platform where just for these practitioners, where people can just come and be curious, they don't have to search too hard or you know spend too much time on the internet they can just go to this one place and literally type anxiety instead of just getting a clinical counselor and a psychiatrist they get all these different practitioners that can support them with anxiety including you because that's part of our hormones too um, yeah so that was the idea that was born is one place where we can find practitioners podcasts workshops Anything in the holistic side, anything that's connected to the mind, body, and soul, um, just really just a different, a different way for people to look at their overall health. And again, to almost have a ready-made network for them. If they haven't started making their network, you've just gifted everybody a network of practitioners. Exactly. And it's free. It doesn't cost them anything. It's just a platform for them to come find these practitioners. They can book with whomever they want, and there's no cost to them. No cost to them to be on the platform. When they book, they pay the practitioner. Correct. But no cost Correct. to come to this place and search out who they would like to work with and who they feel would be a good fit. That's right. Yep. That's awesome. I love that. Thank and you. so, how do people find this? So, it's onestoptherapy.ca mm -hmm. and we're also on instagram and our instagram is the same is onestoptherapy.ca and um yeah and if you have any questions you can always you know submit a question there and you know our team will get back to you or you can send us a dm our team will get back to you and um it's super easy to use 
I love that. I love that. And Thank I'm you. obviously a part of it. And that's yes, how we met are. and we were guided together. <laughs> yes, we were. Um, but I totally agree from even in my past life, when I was searching out holistic answers to my family's health journey, that it wasn't me that was um, struggling at the time. So I didn't have depleted energy. So I was able to do the research, but I always thought, well, it, what if I was the one who mm -hmm. wasn't doing well, how would I have the energy to do this research? So it is a beautiful gift to have one stop therapy.ca saved as a bookmark on your computer <laughs> and, you know, check out all the different modalities that are available because there are so, so many. And as you said, some might be right for you now. And then in two years, your health is at a place where something different is going to benefit you or vice versa. So. Exactly. And I really invite people to be curious. I mean, I know sometimes I've heard things or done things that I would be like, what is this? Oh my, that's, you know, that's so different. And just been so grateful once I've ex I experienced the results. Um, so my, my invitation is for people to just really be just open and curious, ask questions and allow for all this magic to make a difference in your life, because there are amazing, amazing resources and tools out there that most of us don't know of. I fully agree. And the other thing that I want to say that in my experience on the holistic side of medicine is I've always been able to reach out to someone's website and, or send an email to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Whereas mainstream medicine, you book an appointment, you see the doctor, there's no ability to ask questions ahead of time. Right. But we kind of all know what it mainstream medicine offers. Whereas on the holistic side, there are so many different modalities and we might be really unclear about them. Um, for instance, just as an example, when my uh, daughter was in grade two and her writing suddenly started going sideways and her attention and ability to focus was going sideways, her teacher said to me, you know, there might be something going on with her because this isn't normal and you might want to check and see if it's food related. And to me, at that point in my life, I was like, how can food be affecting her writing, you know, that's deteriorating yeah. in grade two, right? But she suggested I call a naturopath and I already was working with a naturopath. And so same thing, I was able to just send her an email and say, hey, this is what's going on. Is this something that you think you can help with, right? Because if it wasn't, then I could say, well, you know, do you have any recommendations? And I could mm -hmm. go from there, but she was able to help with it. It was food sensitivities and we were able to resolve it quite quickly. And I've always really appreciated that on the holistic side of health that you can often reach out and get your questions answered ahead of, you know, having to actually pay for an appointment mm -hmm. and then find out someone can't help you. That is such a great point because typically you go to your GP, it's a quick visit and they're not going to follow up with you and ask you how you're doing. I mean, typically you'll have the odd GPs that are really good and care and I find on the holistic side, there people really, again, not everyone, but my experience is that people really care and they're very nurturing. And so with you, for example, my experience of working with you is, has been so incredible. Like you check on me, you actually, I know that I'm supported. I know that I'm cared for. I know that you want me to get better. You're not doing this for the money. You're doing this because you care about my health. And that to me means the world. And my GP could care less. 
if I'm doing better or not, you know, I'm just being honest and bless their soul. They're not a bad person, but my experience on the, on the holistic side is people really care. They want us to do better. They want to see results and um, they really take that time to, you know, to show it. And I think it is two different systems, right? Mm-hmm. In the GP side, it's not their fault. They're governed by a system exactly. that only allows them a 15 minute appointment. And yes. in 15 minutes, it's very hard to truly be yeah. able to care and to know the full story, right? Whereas on the holistic side, the appointments are at least half an hour, if not longer. And so we can build that relationship, which becomes mm-hmm. a partnership, which allows you to be empowered in your health, but it's also allowing you to relax into being guided. And that's when the body can heal is when we get it out of that stress state. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly it. But even like getting my results back and you really following up with me where with my doctor, if I don't show up, like he's, they're just not going to keep calling, you know, where I feel with you, you really cared and you kept checking in on me. And I, I just, to me personally, I think that's worth every penny. And I think you're right that people on the holistic side, that just comes innately to us. <laughs> and exactly. we too have to be careful not to uh, go down that path of burnout because I love what I do. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just comes naturally. And you're absolutely 100% right. I do want you to heal because I know you can heal, right? And, uh, and that's the other piece of it too, is you had to trust in me and where I was guiding you because you didn't yet know that you could heal, right? You hadn't yet healed. Mm. So you didn't know what was possible. So you had to tap into my belief of knowing that you could heal until you started to see the results. And then you can take on your own belief of being able to heal. And the great thing about our human body is that when we start to bring it back into balance, it knows and it responds right away. So those signs of your healing happened very Mm. quickly. They did. Yeah. And then you can take that on. So awesome. Well, I've loved chatting with you today. Again, thank you so much for sharing your story. We never know how, when we share, how that impacts somebody else's life, but this is now going out there. (laughs) And I guarantee you that sharing your story will help at least one other and probably many more women. They'll know that they too can heal. So just before we wrap up, I want to ask you, what does don't wait for your wake up call mean to you? I think for me, that would mean choosing to take action right now in the moment, just really in the moment. Cause it's so easy for me at least to say, okay, no, I'll do this when I can, or when finances are better or when, and it's like, no, do it now. Choose to do it now. Yeah. And having that reminder to come Mm -hmm. back to choosing to do it now. And then my last question for you is what message would you like to leave this audience to inspire them to do exactly that, to take action now on their health journey? I think my message would be mostly for women and we are such givers and it's so normal. It's so natural for us. And that's, I, I just feel so blessed to be a woman and it's so easy for, for us to forget to take care of ourselves. And I know we hear it all the time and I know we think that we're doing it, but really just stopping and pausing and honoring ourselves and just really checking in and what do I need? What, you know, how can I take care of myself today? Really making time for ourselves. I love that. Even just stopping and asking yourself several mm-hmm. times a day. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't take care of ourselves because we don't have time, but it doesn't have to be in just one block of time, right? Yeah. It can be little things in 15 minute increments throughout the day. Exactly. And I think our biggest fear is how is our environment going to address? Like how's, how are the kids going to be fed? How's our husband going to do this? It's like, no, how about practicing doing it and allowing for them to adapt versus thinking that they can't. Yes. I love that. And in fact, I was on a call earlier today where we were talking and it was kind of that um, we were talking about the giving and the receiving, right. Mm -hmm. And we're all such givers that we forget to receive. And it's something that I'm definitely working on as well. And I didn't even really know about the gift and giving and receiving cycle until I started my health coaching certification. And that was like a big aha that of course, if, if I'm going to give to someone, then someone else has to be able to receive that. Therefore, in order for them to give, I have to be able to receive, you know, this was a big aha for me. Mm -hmm. And it's so true, right? So when we step back from always being the one giving and we create that space to receive, it's amazing how we can be supported. And just that can allow us to create space in our lives for for self-care and to look after ourselves and to not allow ourselves to go down that path of, of burnout. So absolutely. And it can be so beautiful to actually enjoy receiving. I remember my counselor saying to me, okay, well, it's your turn. You give so much even to your friends and your family, it's your turn to receive. And, and just as soon as I close my practice, you know, friends be like, well, let me treat you and buy you a coffee or let me bring you a cake or whatever it was. And usually I'd be like, no, 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 it's okay. But this time I was like, okay, I'm receiving and I'm just being so playful about it. And it's so nice to just simply receive and not make it mean anything. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. What a wonderful (laughs) message to leave with the audience today. (laughs) So thank you again so much for sharing today. It's a a beautiful story in my hormone series and a beautiful tie into my upcoming course in the month of May that is talking about rebalancing female hormones. So if you've been listening to Daniela's story today and you'd like to understand more about your hormones and where they may be out of balance and what you can do about it, then please um, check out the show notes because I have a link in there to this program that is running in May of 2021. So thank you so much. Appreciate all of you listening to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.